Welcome to The Living Word with Chuck Davis. Proverbs 4, 1-9. Get wisdom. Hear, O sons, a father's instruction, and be attentive that you may gain insight. For I give you good precepts. Do not forsake my teaching. When I was a son with my father, tender, the only one in the sight of my mother, he taught me and said to me, Let your heart hold fast my words, keep my commandments, and live. Get wisdom. Get insight. Do not forget. Do not turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her, and she will keep you. Love her, and she will guard you. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. And whatever you get, get insight. Prize her highly, and she will exalt you. She will honor you if you embrace her. She will place on your head a graceful garland. She will bestow on you a beautiful crown. Here, O son, here's the Father's instructions coming to us. It's a call to be attentive. As I've noted before, we're going to look at bigger swaths of the Proverbs, not stopping at every verse. But you need to listen as it's uh, read and as you go back and read it, um, that what is it that's really landing in your life at this moment? This word sons is going to come up over and over, and it's a clue to us of a shifting of theme. Uh, I often try to link the Proverbs between each declaration of the father to a son. The key word here is get. It could actually be translated by, uh, purchase. Uh, invest in, go after. Verse 8 tells us to prize wisdom, prize her highly. She will reward you. Verse 6, she will keep you. She will guard you. Verse 8, she will exalt you. She will honor you. Verse 9, she will bestow on you a beautiful crown. There's a reward invested in pursuing wisdom. Uh, That reward is becoming a person of wisdom. Uh, what's the reward for a job well done? It's, it's a job well done. And what's the reward for p- pursuing wisdom? Uh, you gain wisdom. I like the generational link in this section. Uh, Solomon says, when I was a son, I heard my father's advice. Uh, hearing David speak into Solomon, this links uh, three generations. And if we want to think spiritually, it, it links multiple generations. Remember, Solomon is uh, after David's infidelity and what he learned. I wonder what of David's regrets he spoke to Solomon. Remember, David is still a man after God's own hearts, but life happens in different swaths, and we participate sometimes well in God's plan, and there's great reward in that. We see that in David's life. Uh, But there's times when we fail and we step out, and Uh, One of the principles of leadership is that you learn more often by failure than success. It's it's not uh, a declaration to try to be a failure, but it's to learn from them. And I think of David passing on his insights to Solomon. Solomon then passing him on to his sons and ultimately unto us. What's the so what? Uh, A crowned life is not a life of a lot of possessions and fame, unless that's God's design for us. Uh, I guess I would question whether it's his design to have a lot of possession. 
he may give us great wealth so that we can bless others. But that's how we define a crowned life, uh, one where a person has arrived, so to speak. What we see here, it is God revealed and embraced wisdom that becomes a part of our life that leads to generational blessing. Uh, the now what here is just to stay in the flow of the text, get wisdom, go after it, buy it up, invest in it, and allow God to see what, or allow, or wait and see what God does through you as he builds that kind of wisdom into your life. So Lord, here we are. We want to get wisdom. We're taking a hold of it. We're wrestling with it. We're thinking about it. We're um, chewing on it, meditating as the biblical context is. We're memorizing it, and we're asking you to help us to employ it in our everyday. In Jesus' name, amen.